0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Sunday the 27th of February or the 26th of Adar 1. This new week we have a new pasha and it's called Peku which means countings. And the scriptures we'll be reading from the Torah is Exodus chapter 38 verse 21 through chapter 39 and verse 1. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel, and to all peoples through his son Yeshua the Messiah our master these are the numbers of the things for the tabernacle the tabernacle of the testimony as they were appointed according to the commandment of Moshe for the service of the levites by the hand of Itamar, the son of Aharon, de Cohen, Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehudah, made all that the Lord commanded Moshe. With him was Oholiab, the son of Ahisha, Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and a skillful workman, and a weaver in blue, in purple, in scarlet and in fine linen. All the gold that was used for the work in all the work of the sanctuary, even the gold of the offering, was twenty-nine talents and seven hundred thirty shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The silver of those who were counted of the congregation was one hundred talents and one thousand seven hundred seventy-five shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary a becca a head that is half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary for everyone who passed over to those who were counted from twenty years old and upward for six hundred three thousand five hundred fifty men the one hundred talents of silver were for casting the sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets of the parochet one hundred sockets for the one hundred talents one talent per sockle. From the one thousand seven hundred and seventy five shekels he made hooks for the pillars, overlaid their capitals, and made fillets for them. The bronze of the offering was seventy talents and two thousand four hundred shekels. With this he made the sockets to the door of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grating for it all the vessels of the altar, the sockets around the court, the sockets of the gate of the court, all the pins of the tabernacle, and all the pins around the court. Moreover, from the blue and purple and scarlet they made finely woven garments for ministering in the holy place. They made the holy garments for Aaron as the Lord commanded Moshe. That was our portion from Exodus or Shemot today. It was Exodus thirty eight twenty one through thirty nine one. Now our portion from the prophets is from Second Kings chapter eighteen. Now it came to pass in the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah. Son, king of Israel, Hizkiyahu, the son of Ahaz, king of Yehuda, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Avi, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David, his father, had done. He removed the high places, and broke the pillars, and cut down the Asherah. He also broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moshe had made, because in those days the Son of Israel burnt incense to it, and he called it Nechustan. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that after him was no one like him among all the kings of Yehuda, nor among them that were before him. For he joined with the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but kept his mitzvot, which the Lord commanded Moshe. And the Lord was with him. Wherever he went, he prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. He struck the philistim to Asa and its borders, from the tower of the watchmen to the fortified city. In the fourth year of King Hizkiahu, which was the seventh year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against Shomron and besieged it. At the end of three years, they took it. In the sixth year of Hizkiahu, which was the ninth year of Hoshea, king of Israel, Shomron was taken. The king of Assyria carried Israel away to Assyria, and put them in Halach and on the Havor, the river of Gosan, and in the cities of the Medes, because they did not obey the voice of the Lord their God, but transgressed his covenant, even all that Moshe the servant of the Lord commanded, and would not hear it or do it. Now in the fourteenth year of king Hitzkiyahu, Sennacherib king of Assyria came up against all the fortified cities of Yehuda and took them. Then Hitzkiyahu king of Yehuda, sent to the king of Assyria to Lachish saying, I have offended you, return from me. That which you put on me I will bear. The king of Assyria appointed to Hitzkiyahu king of Yehudah Three thousand three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. Hizkiyahu gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house. At that time Hizkiyahu cut off the gold from the doors of the temple of the Lord and from the pillars which Hizkiyahu king of Yehuda had overlaid and gave it to the king of Assyria. And the king of Assyria sent Tartan and Rav Saris and Ravshakeh from Lachish to King Hitzkeahu with a great army to Jerusalem. They went up and came to Jerusalem. When they had come up, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is in the highway of the fuller's field. And when they had called to the king, Eliakim the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household. And Shevna the scribe and Joah the son of Asaph the recorder came out to them. Ravshake said to them, Say now to Hizkiyahu, the great king, the king of Assyria says, What confidence is this in which you trust? You say, but they are but vain words. There is counsel and strength for war. Now on whom do you trust, that you have rebelled against me? Now behold, you trust in the staff of this bruised reed, even in Mitzrayim? If a man leans on it, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Paro, king of Mitzrayim, to all who trust on him. But if you tell me, we trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and whose altars... Hezquiao, who has taken away, and has said to Yehuda and to Jerusalem, You shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem." Now therefore, please give pledges to my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you two thousand horses, if you are able on your part to set riders on them. How then can you turn away the face of one captain, of the least of my master's servants, and put your trust on Mitzrayim for chariots and horsemen. Have I now come up without the Lord against this place to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim the son of Hilkiahou, and Shevna and Joach, said to Rav Shake, Please speak to your servants in the Syrian language, for we understand it. Do not speak with us in Judean, in the hearing of the people who are on the wall. But Ravshaki said to them, Has my master sent me to your master and to you to speak these words? Has he not sent me to the men who sit on the wall, to eat their own dung and to drink their own urine with you? Then Rav Shaki stood up and cried with a loud voice in Judean and spoke, saying, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. The king says, Do not let Hiskiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of his hand. Do not let Hiskiah make your trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us, and this city shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hiskiah. For the king of Assyria says, Make your peace with me, and come out to me, and every one of you eat from his own vine, and every one from his own fig tree, and every one drink water from his own cistern, until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and of honey, that you may live and not die. And do not listen to Kiahu when he persuades you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Has any of the gods of the nations ever delivered his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharaim and Hena and Eva? Have they delivered Shomron out of my hand? Who are they among all the gods of the countries that have delivered their country out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand? But the people stayed quiet and answered him not a word, for the king's commandment was, Do not answer him. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household, came with Shevna the scribe, and Joach the son of Asaph the recorder to Kiahu with their clothes torn, and told him Rav Shake's words. That was 2nd King, or Melchim, chapter 18. And now we have our portion from the writings, which today is Psalm 132. A song of ascent. Lord, remember David and all his affliction, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the Mighty One of Yaakov. Surely I will not come into the structure of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find out a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the Mighty One of Yaakov. Behold, we heard of it in Ephrata, We found it in the field of Ja'ar. We will go into his dwelling place. We will worship at his footstool. Arise, Lord, into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your Kohanim be clothed with righteousness. Let your holy ones shout for joy. For your servant David's sake, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord has sworn to David in truth. He will not turn from it. I will set the fruit of your body on your throne. If your children will keep my covenant, my testimony that I will teach them, their children also will sit on your throne forevermore. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his habitation. This is my resting place forever. I will live here, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her kuanim with salvation, and her pious ones will shout aloud for joy. I will make the horn of David to bud there, I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. I will clothe his enemies with shame, but on himself his crown will shine. That was Psalm 132. And now our final portion of scriptures from the Apostolic Writings. And we are starting a new book we will be reading from Acts chapter 1. The first account I made concerning all things, O Theophilus, that Yeshua began both to do and teach until the day in which he was received up, after he had given commandments through the Ruach HaKodesh to the emissaries whom he had chosen. To this he also showed himself alive after he suffered by many proofs, appearing to them over a period of forty days and speaking about the kingdom of god and being assembled together with them he commanded them do not depart from jerusalem but wait for the promise of the father which you heard from me for yohanan truly immersed in water but you will be immersed in the Ruach Hakodesh, not many days from now therefore when they had come together they asked him saying lord are you now restoring the kingdom to israel and he said to them it is not for you to know times or seasons which the father has set within his own authority but you will receive power when the kodesh has come upon you and you will be witnesses to me in yerushalayim and in all of Yehuda and Shamon and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now after he had said these things, as they were looking, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they were looking steadfastly into the sky as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white clothing, who also said, You men of Galil, Why are you standing looking up into heaven? This Yeshua, who was received up from you into heaven, will come back in the same way as you saw him going into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Shabbat's day's journey. And when they had come in, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. That is, Kepha, Yohanan, Yaakov, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartalmai, Matityahu, Yaakov ben Halfai, Shimon the Zealot, and Yehuda ben Yaakov. All these with one accord continued steadfastly in prayer and supplication, along with the women, and Miriam, the mother of Yeshua, and with his brothers. And in those days Kepha stood up in the middle of the disciples and the number of names was about one hundred twenty, and said, Men, brothers, it was necessary for this scripture to be fulfilled, which the Ruach HaKodesh spoke before the mouth of David concerning Yehuda, who was a guide to those who took Yeshua. For he was counted with us and received his portion in this ministry, Now this man obtained a field with a reward for his wickedness, and falling headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines gushed out. And it became known to everyone who lived in Jerusalem that in their language the field was called Hakel-Dimma, that is the field of blood. For it is written in the scroll of Psalms, Let his habitation be made desolate, let no one dwell in it and let another take his office therefore of the men who have accompanied us all the time that the lord yeshua went in and out among us beginning from the immersion of yochanan to the day that he was received up from us of this one must become a witness with us of his resurrection and they put forward two joseph called barzaba who was also called Justice, Enya Matityahu. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all men, show which one of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry an office of emissary, from which Yehuda fell away, that he might go to his own place. And they drew lots for them, and the lot fell on Matityahu, and he was counted with the eleven emissaries. that was acts chapter one and that concludes the reading of scriptures for daily bread today however if you're reading through the apostolic scriptures twice this year you will also read hebrews chapter 10 verses 19 through 39 today i would also like to remind us before i close today this episode please let's continue to pray for ukraine and the situation there as the war is intensifying and the casualties are growing hundreds of thousands are fleeing from their homes to the surrounding countries Um, pray for peace for protection for wisdom for the leaders and also especially for the believers that they be strong and not afraid But able to share hope and and comfort and life um, that we have in the Lord. So now I'll be signing off. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Mom. Shalom. Until next time.